Hello, hello, and welcome back to another episode of Martinis and Bikinis. I'm your hostess, Veronica Julia. So guys, I interviewed one of my dream guests from the podcast. It happened. I've been wanting to have her on for so long, and I'm so happy we finally made it work. So say hello to Carol Maloney. Carol is an ex-sports broadcaster who experienced a great deal of success in her industry, and she even had her own show called The Carol Maloney Show on an ESPN network. Flash forward, now Carol is the founder and owner of DC's Chicas Yoga Studio, and it's also a hemp wellness center. It's called Well and Wonder. During COVID, Carol decided to turn her dreams into reality, and she created a self-care and spiritual sanctuary in the heart of DC. They were the first yoga studio to incorporate lifted yoga into their services, and Hannah Cherry is the instructor for this. She's amazing. But basically, they present you with a gift, which is typically some sort of THC, but they also have CBD products, or if you're just not feeling it at all, you do not have to do anything. It is a completely judgmental-free zone. And then you take the most yummy, stretchy, and serene yoga class of all time, followed by some kombucha, tea, snacks, whatever they have afterwards, where you can hang out and meet some very interesting folks. It's my go-to Friday night activity, and it's definitely something you need to check out. I actually went to the studio to interview Carol and ended up spending the entire day there. We went to lunch at True Food. She let me work from her higher dose infrared sauna mat. And then I did the hang and heal class after with some friends, and it was truly an iconic day. So without further ado, please welcome on the one, the only, the iconic Carol Maloney to Martinis and Bikinis. Hello, hello, and welcome to Martinis and Bikinis, the podcast for everything under the sun. I am your hostess, Veronica Julia, and I am here to help you navigate your 20s through all things lifestyle, beauty, and fashion. So if you're ready, let's dive into today's episode. There you are. I know, there I am. Hi. Oh, it's so good to talk to you. Okay. Okay. This is fun. Microphone and all this setup. You are a rock star. I can't believe this strong, badass woman, though. I mean, I'm not going to say a little thing, but still, you're carrying all this equipment and you know what to do with it. You're way above my pay grade. Oh, my. Way above. I'm constantly like, someone read this, someone click this. How do I even upload to a Google Drive? That's where I am. It was so funny because whenever I was in high school, I was that kid that they would like call from the crowd if there was like a technical issue, whenever there was like a pep rally or something, and I would like go fix it. So left brainer, right? Not really. Like, I feel like I'm definitely more like creative and stuff, but I have have that techie side. You're a shapeshifter. Like I'm terrible at math though. It's what everyone needs. Yeah, math. I know. And you know, it would have been nice to have been better at math and maybe take one business class before I opened a business. Like, what the heck? And that's the important They impo- don't teach you that in school. No. I wish, I don't really have any regrets because what I did learn in school was how to figure shit out. Yeah. And I know how to the figure shit out. Art of bullshitting. That's And me. it's not even just bullshit. It's about problem solving. Absolutely. So if you're good at that, you can do anything. And I'm not saying imposter syndrome doesn't come in because it does for all of us, especially women, when you start to think like, what am I doing here? I have no business doing that. That your brain doesn't stop constantly trying to remind you of dangers and trying to get you to avoid things. And you have to really be mindful and aware and to identify what it is that we're scared of or we're avoiding or what we don't think we can do because our brain's telling us one thing. And then your mind has to overpower it a little bit and remember and remind, you know, you are, you're going to be fine. You're going to get through this no matter what, whatever your issue is, whether you're fighting with your HVAC guy or they're trying to make you feel stupid or someone's telling you, gaslighting you. Oh, I've been gaslit so many times in my life, but especially these the last two years. I've had a lot of people doubt you're not going to be able to be open a business. Are you crazy? And here I am. Yeah. We're a successful business. We're Absolutely. in year two. We are making it. We're making it in terms of money and we're making it in terms of impact. Am I ever going to be this? I mean, if we franchise or whatever and this big, rich entrepreneur, that's not my dream. Yeah. My dream is to do what we're doing right now. And I think because I'm living that dream, it's helped make it so successful. I love that. I agree. I think when you're authentic in your purpose and you know your why, just really great things can stem from that. And people will like back you up. They're like, I want to be a part of what she's doing because 
it's like so relatable. I feel like I'm at home here because it's not this like facade. It's not you trying to do something for you. It's you trying to do something for the community and for something bigger than yourself, which I think is so incredible. And that's why I'm so inspired by you. And it's not just me, but thank you so much. I know you have a really great team. I have a great team. Jason Harris, Rona the dog. She's on the website. (laughs) If you want to know more about Rona, you'll interview her later. Rona is the Uh, mascot. Lindsay uh, Dabney Cabrera, uh, She's well-known in the area as a stylist. She opened her own salon. She launched, She ended before COVID. And then when I was launching this, she's like, I want to put my salon in the back because uh, she had just been looking to see what her next step was going to be after selling her shares in their other salon that she opened in Bethesda. And she was, so she put her salon in the back. She's into wellness. She's inspired me so much to learn so many things about body, mind, and spirit and breath work. Mm-hmm. I mean, two years ago, I didn't understand the power of the breath and how you can really like even stave off panic attack or, you know, the alarm that goes off in your body when you get nervous or uncomfortable, like the breath. The breath is so important. There's other exercises that we teach and what we do on how to really control your anxiety, but the breath is sleep in the breath. Oh, yeah. You have a much better life if you know how to get sleep, how to relax enough, and how to use your breath during the day when you get tense. Absolutely. I kind of like to pin this place as a self-care sanctuary because yes. you can— I think I just rewrote the tagline. <laughs> what? <laughs> because you have, like, your yoga, you have your classes, you have, like, your sound baths, you have all these like, incredible people coming in and doing their yes. own work and their own practice. But then you have a salon in the back— one time I came in here, it was so funny, girl. I came in for Hang and Heal class, which if you guys don't know about that, basically every Friday night, Well and Wonder has this class where it's like a slow flow yoga, like very stretchy, very just like you do lactic acid moving around. You can do the whole things with your eyes closed. Yeah. Uh-huh. And it but comes guys, with a gift. Yeah, tell them about the gift. Okay, so Chill Yoga, this is the inspiration of Hannah Cherry and I. She's the instructor. When she started working here, we realized our love for plant medicine and not in a stoner, sit around and snack all night and giggle, which by the way, we do a little bit, but not in the stoner way, but more in the way of using plant medicine as a source to relax and let go. So you can microdose. And now because it's less stigmatized, I think... I want to say, was it Harvard University or some Ivy League had just released the results of a study where all these places where cannabis, the plant, and all different forms and compounds were accessible and recreational, especially THC, that the amount of prescriptions written in those areas, 17 states and D.C., were down for anxiety, sleep, and you know a lot of mental health depression. So these prescriptions are down. And so we were looking at that and we were thinking there's just nothing better than the combination of a yoga class. I mean, it's a very plant-oriented, vegan type of community anyway, but to combine it where it comes with a true gift under the law in D.C., you can gift things up to to an ounce or something of THC. And so we were like, we don't change the price of the ticket for any other class. It's the same price. And it's a very slow, very, you know, hemp, we call it a hemp gift because it's not always anything with THC, but we do have edibles with THC. And we were very clear on the dosing, 2.5, 5 milligrams, 10 milligrams, because everybody, everybody's system, the endocannabinoid system is different. So we, I did a ton of, I used my journalistic background to do a ton of research so I can advise people. I studied the plant. I studied the compounds, what they do. And now we have every Friday night, what we call it chill yoga night. We open the doors at six. You can come and chill, get your edible, get your flower, get your whatever you need to get, get out of your head into your body and take this most delightful class where you then afterwards can come out and snack and you just are connected with the people, with you, your body, your breath. It's just, it is it's my favorite thing of all time. Oh, yeah. And and which sells out now. Oh my gosh, it's incredible. Because <laughs> people, once they started learning about it, it became a big, like, powerful force. And I know other studios are starting to copy us, and I welcome that because I think it's just such a wonderful thing. And I don't mind being the OG of it. I'm sure it's been around for a while, lifted yoga, but the way we do it with a community and not trying to, like, charge people $60 a ticket. Now, you know I really made it, and I change into a businesswoman when I am charging $60 a ticket. But right now, it is just part of our offering because what we're trying to do 
is get people to de-stress in a natural way. You literally have to kick people out of here. I know. <laughs> because they start cleaning up no, 10 o'clock at night. People hilarious. are just hanging out. It's yeah, there's like it kombucha, is there's tea, there's I even food. drive home sometimes. No or I call, yeah, and I call people, I call, I know where people live. I know what they do. I, I'm like, I call people Ubers. No one is able to chill and leave with their, if they've chilled too much. We're very mindful. We're like the key masters too. Like nobody chills if they've been driving. If they don't have any money for Uber, some of these young people that have done it, you have to be over 21, obviously. And I'm like, do you, how are you? What did you take? Oh my God, you took a, that much? Uh, give me your keys. I'm driving you home. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I've had so many funny experiences here. And like also just so many like blissful, incredible, yeah. almost like epiphany moments here. But I want to tell a story about one time I was here recently. And I walk in and he pull me into the back room. And you're like, Veronica, you have to take a video of this. And I was like, okay, like, let's see what it is. It's like a group of maybe like women from all ages, like sitting in a circle on the ground, like all smoking a joint. And it's like 20 plusers to 70 plus. Smoke is flying in the air. I'm like, it's our consumption lounge. I'm like, this is hilarious. You're like, it's like that 70s show. And I'm like, I don't think I can take a video of this. I'm going to get sued. No, no, it's all legal. We've done it in a very legal space, and we have waivers and everything, and everybody just, yeah. I mean, isn't it incredible? It's truly incredible. Because we, it was, it, we were raised to think that it was taboo and that it was a drug and that it was going to make you stupid and it was going to cause brain damage. And when you have an organic plant that is raised right, because these are temperamental plants, but raised right, and you're able to offer it in a way, in this kind of space, that's inviting and warm. And it's not, by the way, the only thing this business does. It's one night a week. The rest of the time, it's the regular workshops, the regular classes, the regular events. But one night a week, we have what's called chill yoga, and we open up a consumption lounge in the back, and people connect in a way that they wouldn't otherwise. And there are lots of people even that night, there were at least two I remember, but there are lots of people who come to chill yoga that have nothing to do with cannabis, or maybe they'll get a muscle rub as their gift, or maybe I've even given um, skin can-do products, which we we sell here. We have samples. I've even given that as a gift. So it's just a way I want everyone to just feel comfortable, to feel connected to their community again, to not be alone, to not worry about Friday night plans. That's the worst when Friday you don't have any plans, your phone's not ringing. I mean, I've been there. It's like you're home watching Netflix and it's depressed. It's like me tonight. My roommate's going out of town. One of my roommates just moved away and I'm literally going to be at home like alone. And you're like, come to chill yoga tonight. come to chill yoga. I'll be here. It's a whole night. Sometimes at 8.30, I'm like, okay, everybody, let's go to Pete's Pizza next door because I don't don't have enough snacks for the crowd. Or sometimes I'm like, I put out a lot of snacks, chips, guacamole, you know, hummus, carrot sticks, apples. And then we hang out like until the 11, sometimes even midnight. It's just a night, dim the lights, just hang out and chill. Don't try to hustle people for money. I'm sure a business owner will think like, what is she doing? How do you stay in business? And a lot of yoga studios and wellness centers don't make it. And the reason number one is because they don't treat it like a business, right? So I have to be mindful of working that. But right now, out of COVID, trying to establish our identity, trying to build our community, we have just really treated everyone like family. And they really are. They're diehard too. Yeah. The people that I see here come every single week. I've had some people- And they bring friends. Yeah, they bring friends. Walking off the street for a class and be like, wait, what is this place? (laughs) I'm like, here's a tea bar. And I, no, just help yourself. You know, here's some snacks left over from last night's event. We had a party and here's some snacks and then just help yourself. They were like, wait, what? You're not like nickel and diming me right now in the middle of type A, D, C? Yeah, I love it. I get so oh proud. Gosh. Yeah, and this is like- I am like- Iowa. This is Iowa. We, this is what we do in Iowa. I'm always like saying hello to strangers on the street no matter what. So I just feel now, I just do want to hug the world. Yeah. You're so good at that. Like, you just, like, give off such a calming energy. And, like, you can make a complete stranger feel like your best friend. I I do appreciate it. The reporter in me, I was a reporter for 20 years, knows everybody has a story. And everybody has been through a lot. That's the one connection we all have. Like, we've all been through it. And so when you can kind of, you can, and I'm not an energy healer or, but I call myself now, like, a seer. I can... 
I can, I'm perceptive so I can feel the energy when someone comes in and needs something like they just been through it. It's a lot of times for women, it's like they're going through a separation or a divorce or their kids depression or, you know, just the kids right now, especially high school age kids have really, you know, parents absorb a lot of that just tension and anxiety. Uh, and so they have, and then it's, it's a powerless feeling. So they need a place that, uh, that they can come and just kind of let go. And so we've offered a lot of classes, events, and workshops on do, how to do just that. And sometimes on chill yoga, especially, you can find just, because I don't want people to use it as a crutch. It's not like, I, can't, I don't want to feel my feelings. So I'm going to turn to something, a substance or something else to try to numb. I'm not numb. We're not trying to numb anything. We're just trying to offer opportunities and experiences for you to really feel relaxed. And there's a science to it, which we can get into if you want, but it really does work. Yeah. I love all the sciencey stuff. So yeah. Okay. Let's jump on it. I'll give you my like elevator pitch a little bit, what I talk about. So it's a lot with sound meditation too, but your frontal lobe, right? That's your, your stressing, your, all your triggers, your brain is continuously scanning safe, unsafe, a memory that makes you feel comfortable, uncomfortable. But basically, when you do like a sound meditation, there's a way to do it with your breath. There's a way with cannabis too. It binds the receptors in the brains and tells everything in your endocannabinoid system to calm down. But let's specifically talk about breath and body movement. It shuts down the frontal lobe. You know, your amygdala, which is your the nerve in your brain, which causes your fight, flight, freeze. It can also, it's, there's there two different nervous systems. So your parasympathetic nervous system. So it shuts off the frontal lobe, activates the amygdala. Uh, it then gets into your parasympathetic and it allows you to fully release. So your amygdala is your fight, flight, freeze. You shut it all down. You activate parasympathetic and you can relax. And what I call it is that without your frontal lobe, that... You're, it's almost, almost like peeking into your subconscious. Yeah. So when you get that relaxed, you can then have clarity on stuff you're holding onto you didn't even know. Right. And it, it is so powerful. I've come out of some of my own classes and events and been like, oh, that's why. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's what I need to do. Or that's the conversation I need to have. Or that's why I always do this. I'm avoiding that. I've, and sometimes we have like a little chatty time afterwards and I'm able to tell people, like I'm very open about what I've been through and I'm just like, I figured out what I want to do in my next step or what that conversation I want to have. And and it just is such an amazing feeling to actually then have your frontal lobe then being like, oh, okay, I'm aware now. I've identified those obstacles. Yeah. And it is, it's just the first step to feeling better. I think visualization, breath work, and like healing your subconscious are the best things you can do for your body. And I like recently kind of started tapping into this. I'm working with a healing coach and it's like really crazy what you can actually convince yourself is true. And then like it actually becomes true in your physical world. It's nuts. I used to think people were so woo-woo and I would just be like, uh-huh. And I'd move on. I mean, I would, not that I was type A, type A, but I was under deadline all the time. I didn't have time to really breathe. You know, I had mom, I was on the air as a reporter. And that's a really stressful room. environment. So stressful. I don't have time to worry about what I'm holding on to or what, like a family drama or something that happened in my childhood that I never really healed from. So, you know, and then I got divorced, which is like the rug pulling out from under you and you completely, and, you know, I left, my marriage ended a month before COVID. So we're talking about, I mean, it was like a very years of years of therapy and trying to get out of figuring out what to do. But we sold our house and moved out a month before COVID. So I was alone, alone. Wow. And I was stressed. I was having panic attacks. I just realized that your body doesn't lie that when my back for no reason tightens up, it's always my lower back. It's my tension. It's my stress. And I'm just eating it. I was trying to avoid it. I wasn't even trying to think about it before. And that is like, you could go your whole life and just get more and more and you feel it. You know when someone walks in the room and they're stressed and the energy and you don't really want to spend time with them. It's you know, draining. It's draining. And so I was that person, mm -hmm. but nothing but bitching. 
<laughs> nothing but bitching. Just nothing but bitching about everything. And and I cut people out of my life because they hurt me because I couldn't deal with what they did. And so I opened this to help me. Yeah. So what was I, that kind of like the pillar moment for you? Okay. I'm ready to start something of my own and create this new identity for myself. You know, I wish I could say I was that brave, but I knew I wanted to not go back into journalism, broadcast journalism. I didn't want to go back into radio or TV. I'd been successful in it. And when I lost everything, all the jobs in COVID, and I knew I was going to have to really claw my way back into, you know, and it's, you're talking about life's work of trying to make yourself relevant, right? And then the whole social media aspect of it, I was never good at it. I never thought it was about me. I covered some amazing people. I've covered some amazing stories. I went to the, you know, I went to the Super Bowl and never made one social media post. And I, (laughs) see, like, who does that? I would be so annoying at the Super Bowl. Super Bowl 50, I didn't do one. I was only worried about my deadlines on the air. And by the way, those those air and then they disappear because we couldn't even put them online because we would use old footage that we didn't hold the rights to and stuff. Not one Facebook post, not one Instagram post in Super Bowl 50 in San Francisco at Levi Stadium. I was there for a week. I was covering, covering Cam Newton. I was covering Peyton Manning. I was on the field at Super Bowl 50, as soon as the game ended. I was interviewing players, Vernon Davis from D.C., who ended up being a Redskin, and I didn't do one. So that's how much I made it about me, right? That's what I'm telling you. Like, I did it wrong. I didn't want, I didn't want to go back to that. I knew the industry changed. I knew social media was where your stories were being told. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know how I could then shapeshift my way into what I learned and how I was trained as a journalist and broadcaster, which was you know, no one cares what you think and no one wants to hear about you and then have to make it about me just to be able to be relevant to my bosses. My bosses were looking and were like, you have 2,000 followers, Carol? Like, what the hell? You know, I have like 150 posts. You know what I mean? Like, so you have to post every day, all day right. to get the kind of relevancy and you can't take a break. Being an influencer is exhausting. It's the hardest job in the world, but you have to also believe and have integrity and not have imposter syndrome and all that stuff. And I just didn't want to do that because I had all those things. I had all this anxiety. I had all this imposter syndrome. And I thought, why would anyone want to hear from now pushing 50-year-old woman trying to get back in the business? So I pivoted and I thought, what do I need? I got into some business conversations in LLC with some guys that knew business. And then they, you know, we had some issues with launching this business and they jumped ship and I just continued forward by myself. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. Bad bitch energy. Uh, Bad bitch 2021. (laughs) That was my password. (laughs) Capital B's. Truth. I am just my password on my passwords. Bad bitch. Bad bitch. That is the power of manifestation right there. I didn't even know what manifestation was. You're just like, I'm doing it. Before I opened this was, and someone's like, you're going to have to just manifest it. I was like, what does that mean? Now I know. Yeah. I'm manifesting so many things. And basically, if you boil it down, it just means figuring out what you want 100% and then being open to seeing what the universe is offering and you. Taking and taking action. Taking action. Too. Courage. So I have this like really weird vision that I'm going to be in New York and I'm going to find like so much success, which everybody always dreams of, but I think I'm just going to have like a really great like support system behind me but I have this vision of me in like a white pantsuit walking around with like a high pony and holy shit that's like sex in the city 2.0 let's do it my healing coach literally told me start buying more white just start doing it why not so now my whole closet is like all white ah I bet it's gorgeous. Oh, my gosh. I can't wait. I cannot wait for that. Oh, my gosh. I'll I'll send you the photo once I have it. Me and the white pants. You are so inspiring. I hope that because as women, and I mean, I I don't mean to leave men out. I know everyone has challenges. But women, we are pigeonholed. We are dismissed. We are belittled. Our whole lives from the you throw like a girl when you're like, what does that mean? And like four or five years old, like what? And having just slight little slights, negative, negative, negative. I'm like a big badass, number one anchor in the number one TV station in town. And people at my club were like, oh, you really sound like you know what you're talking about in a nice way. And I'm like, why would you say that to me? Of course I know what I'm talking about. I do this for a living. Yeah, you're you smart, like, you know, intelligent woman. Like, and so tiny little slights. 
that constantly poke holes in our confidence, right? So for the fact that you are going to go and pursue your dreams, I just want you to, I just want you to know how, I know this is, I hope you don't think this is like, I know I'm not trying to be condescending or anything. I just, I think I'm so proud of you. you. I'm so incredibly excited, I'm excited. proud to know you, to see the journey. People are like, I can't see what adventure waits. You have an adventure, you have an adventurous soul. I really like that you said that you need to kind of like, you've told me this before, like just take adventure and go with it because it's going to light you up. And I truly believe in that because the minute I made this decision, I felt like so at peace. I was like, this is so exciting. This is so yeah. fun. I feel like I was feeling a little stagnant in my life. I feel alive. Yeah, you just have to feel alive. You have to like make a push towards that. But no, I'm so proud of you. <laughs> just going back and forth. I'm so proud of you. <laughs> Guys, I was just talking to my roommate about getting my hair cut on Saturday. And she looked at my hair with the biggest eyeballs ever and said, Veronica... I have never seen your hair this long. And I am all about a humble brag on this because this is the longest my hair has ever been. And this was one of the hardest journeys I've experienced with my physical appearance. For years, I was so insecure and embarrassed because my hair was falling out, it was dry, it was damaged, you name it. And I'm not even joking, guys. One time my hairstylist literally made me cry telling me how damaged and gross my hair was. I know I'm laughing about it now, but it was really traumatic. It wasn't until I found WellBell when the magic really started to happen. I was on it for about two to three months when I started seeing results. I always recommend trying it out for a month first to make sure your body is agreeing with the product. Everyone is different, but this truly is my little magical secret. If you haven't seen my before and afters, head to my IG, check out my WellBell highlight and look at my results. It's truly insane and I could not be more grateful for this product. So at night, I usually make my ice water, and before I set it on my selenite coaster, I'm all about crystals right now, I take three WellBell supplements before I go to sleep. I just keep them on my nightstand, so it's super easy to remember to take them each day. So if you want to try it out, I have a code for you guys. I actually have two. So you can use code VERONICA10 for 10% off a single bottle, or you can use code Veronica Sub 10 for 10% off your subscription. That's Veronica SUB10 for 10% off the subscription. So again, the two codes are Veronica 10 for a single bottle. That's V-E-R-O-N-I-C-A 10 or Veronica Sub 10 at checkout on wellbell.com. That's W-E-L-L-B-E-L.com. So starting over is so incredibly challenging and hard and stressful. And I've had to do it a few times because you have to make your whole new life in different cities. I did it. I moved it four different cities in Iowa. I know it's Iowa still, but still four different markets in Iowa and then Denver and then DC. And when I was here in DC, I didn't know if this would be my forever home, but I've made it so. And I love it so much in this community. And now you get to go see all your adventures that way. You know, you're like, who will you be your friends? Where will your hangout places be? And you, you know what the best part about it is just being open. Absolutely. Open and just the energy just is so exciting. I wish everybody could have that lift that, that anyone who feels stuck, that they have that kind of courage to really listen to their intuition and act. Yeah. And I think whenever we first met, watching you grow into the person that you are now, like obviously you were amazing then, but now you've built this incredible business and you have this huge community and like diehard fans, might I add. And I just want to know, like, how did you have the courage to do all that you did and like have all this like amazing growth in such a short amount of time? Gosh, I wish I could say I was born with all this courage, but a lot of times it's that I just see ball hit ball. It's kind of like the ADD. I'm sometimes I'm still scared, you know, that I was talking to a neighboring business owner the Matisse French restaurant. He was talking about his HVAC system, how much he spent on it in the last few years. And he owns the building, but I rent. I'm still in charge of HVACs. But so there's always a storm ahead. And what I realized through a lot of these workshops that we're offering and classes and feeling solid ground under my feet that I can't control the storms ahead, but I can control the inner peace inside of it. I know I'm going to be fine and I know I'm going to fail. And I know you're going to wish you, you're going to wish at some point that you were still here 
I just know that about oh, you. Yeah. I know you will. You're going to know that. And you're going to know you're going to get through it. Oh, yeah. You know, the thing is, is that we all have hard times. We all have challenges. We all have regrets. But when you feel like you can't, you're not, you not are drowning in the ocean, you are the boat. And then when you realize that, it gives you a lot more sense of power, even on things you can't control. You're going to be able to go, anything gets rocky, those waves are going to get rocky. You are the boat. And so I say that to me, all, I mean, to myself. I'm constantly reminding when my brain's starting to tell my mind that things are wrong and I'm my mind's starting to avoid things. Let's just look at cat videos for the next 20 minutes instead of getting that email or calling <laughs> that person back. And I'm like, no, 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 I am the boat. And I can't be different than what I am. I'm always going to be the kind of business person that undercharges and, and over delivers and kills myself first and puts other people first. And it's not going to be the kind of business that I would have learned in a you know master class about penny profits. But that's just because that's who I am and I am the boat. And if this thing doesn't make it after a couple of years, I can leave with such a, you know, because my lease is up in 2025. And let's just say things happen and I can't afford it. Lots of studios close all the time. One just, Washington Yoga Center just closed down the street. It was devastating to that community. And so if that happens to us, I can know I did the, everything I did in the way I wanted to do it. If you come back and you're like, New York wasn't anything I wanted. That's not the life I wanted. I missed my friends. You are going to come back with the sense of like, I can do anything because I tried it. I went and tried it. Yeah. Not Regrets are the worst. Sitting there and being like, I should have moved then or I should have done this. And you can always go home again. You can. Yeah. You have You can always go back. This will be your solid ground that you always know is there. And you're going to go and just take that boat to wherever and see what port you need to go into and see what happens. I love that for you. I know. I, lo- I love that for us. <laughs> I love that for us. It doesn't, I don't know what you want. I don't want to climb the mountain of money and status and being famous and, you know, getting tons. I'm going to have vacations. I mean, I do want a little more time off. I won't lie. I hope I get to spend some time at the beach this summer. But I don't want the life I used to have, which was in front of the camera, in front of people, and trying to make myself relevant and important, and having a big microphone, and telling everyone what I thought. Now I just want a little bit more quiet. So I don't know what you want for yourself. If you want to be the swimwear line that everybody is wearing and talking about and trending, and it's on the cover of Cosmopolitan, now, I, I want that for you, and I know you can do it, and I know you're just going to have to fail forward a lot of times. Oh, absolutely. I always say that, like... I am not learning unless I'm making mistakes. And like trial and error is so big. I would not even have like all of the like accolades that I have right now if it wasn't for like messing up like a lot, (laughs) like making a lot of mistakes. And if everything was done perfectly from the get-go, then it's something that you should have started like 10 years ago or however many years ago because why do you have all this knowledge and you haven't been putting it to power What my generation loves so much about yours, because I was, we were uh, raised so differently. We kind of were the first generation to be like, you're a woman and you can do whatever you want to do. But the culture wasn't ready for, they were saying, we were hearing it, but we didn't experience it. We were just lucky to be there. We were still the generation, lucky to be in a sports office, lucky to be at a boardroom. There's still, we're still in such a minority. I think your generation was raised as knowing your power a little bit more. But I still wonder when I look at you, especially because you're such a great influencer and the influencing is something that was new for us. We didn't have it. And it was something that I never had the confidence enough to influence anyone about anything. I was always worried that someone was going to make fair... fair fun of me because I was wearing the silly slippers all day, you know, or whatever. I tried to... (laughs) I was was following. So when you, as an influencer, as someone who, and I know you, when you experience failure as someone who everyone looks up to, how did you learn to deal with it? I think, so I started in college. I wasn't necessarily serious about it at the time, but I was working for a company that worked hand in hand with influencers. It was called Like to Know It. It's still around. But it's basically an app where people can get commission for the links that they post to their social media. So I had to start posting fashion content about the outfits I was wearing and then have the links to go side by side with that. Anyway, I will say that college is the number one place that you can completely stand on the stage and get like 
completely just dug through. Like you were putting yourself on the stage to get laughed at, right? Because it's just like a bunch of like people that think they're grown-ups, but they're really just teenagers and mean. 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 Yeah. It's very clicky. Well, that's because uh, people initially start to take other people down to feel better inside. I see it right away. Oh, absolutely. I think a lot of people have a lot of insecurities and we all do. It's normal. It's human. But there are people that use that and try and tear other people down because maybe they are unsatisfied with a part of their life. But anyway, back then, I don't even think what I was doing was good. It wasn't good. And that's the thing. When you start like in the influencing space, it's not going to be good. You have to give yourself that time to practice and learn and go through the motions and develop that muscle. And that's why I always tell my clients I have a social media consulting agency too. And I've helped hundreds of women like become influencers. But I think the number one thing that I try to teach the people that are starting from the ground up is don't be embarrassed to not have everything look perfect because it's not going to. And I think as I got older and then whenever I moved to D.C., I started getting more serious about it. I think that's whenever things started to click a little bit more. I was like, okay, I'm taking this seriously. This is my job now. And I'm going to start telling people that I'm a content creator, I'm an influencer, whatever people like to refer to it as. But yeah, you kind of just have to step into that power and go for it and just be willing to learn and practice. And I know that's like not the best advice. There's no like quick fix to it. But I mean, it's just, it's kind of fun. You have to look at it as like, oh, I'm just documenting my life. I'm documenting what I'm doing. I'm I'm sharing my voice, but no, I think like going back to what you said about people like still belittling women and, you know, not really like understanding that they can be this big powerhouse. Like I've had so many men and women, honestly, like ask me about my business and say, oh, is it a real business? Yeah. Like, do you actually make money off of that business? And I'm like, you have no idea because they don't know. That marketing is the queen and she wears the pants. And influencing is now the the marketing of today. Finding people who believe in your brand and who put themselves out there who have followers, that is gold, Jerry. It's gold for your business. So I remember thinking as a reporter, I'm not going to make it about me. And then later regretting as a business owner, why didn't I make it about me? (laughs) Why didn't I have more followers? I could, it would have been easier to launch into a business if I had more of a reach on social media. Oh my gosh. But I always said it didn't butter my bread. Social media didn't butter. And it's not for everyone. It's not for everyone. You know, but fear of self-promotion, this is what I've learned and what everyone needs to know. Fear of self-promotion or looking like too much or extra holds a lot of people back. Yeah. It really does. It's like being the most dressed up in a room. Yeah. You can't feel insecure about that. Like walk into the room like, I am the fucking shit. Yeah. Oh, black tie? It's not black tie? I don't care. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> Do you know my most embarrassing moment about that, though? But I, and I laughed still, and I still didn't. I don't remember caring. was a charity event. Uh, it's called Tribute 21, and it raises money for Down syndromes. My friend Erin Fry, she has this amazing event. It's downtown fancy, and she did a masquerade ball the first three years. Well, the third year was not a masquerade ball, but I didn't know that. So I came with a painted masquerade. My face was painted. It was painted into a mask. And I had a fancy dress with a painted mask. And I walked into the room and it was not a masquerade ball. (laughs) I did not look at the invite. No way. Yeah. And I had the best time. I'm Uh, I'm My NBC makeup lady painted this beautiful mask on my face. I mean, it was huge too. It wasn't even like a cute little thing on the... It was a huge mask and it was just... So hilarious. Oh, my I gosh. ended up letting go and having the best night. I love that. There's no way I was going to take it off. You know, it was just perfect, too. And so it was clearly I was the only one in that mask that night. Right. So everyone got a big kick out of it. I am so over, like, getting embarrassed because everybody does stupid shit all the time. And I think, like, yoga kind of goes hand in hand with that. Like, yeah. so many people feel embarrassed in a yoga class. And I think that's the point. <laughs> Exactly. So that's why we didn't put up mirrors. You know, most studios will have mirrors and stuff. We immediately said no mirrors. One, I can use the wall for a lot of different help with poses and balance work with people who are beginning. And two, body checking is the worst thing you can do. Your body is going to get into a pose 
differently than my body, even if we've been practicing the same amount of time. You might have issues with this side of your body or this knee. I have issues with this shoulder. And so that's why I, I put on the schedule yoga for complete beginners so that people have a place to come and talk about poses and talk about it first and say, look, there's something what we call a final pose where you can do like what will be the final close, but you never master it. You're always practicing and there should be no intimidating and no one's looking at you. They're all in feeling it inside themselves. So I used to, when I started yoga the first time about 10 years ago, I was a mess. I'd been running. I, you know, I was in the running instructor at Equinox. I loved to run, but it was all compacting all my muscles. I was so tight, the shoulder, scapular protraction. I ruptured this Achilles. Everything's tight and locked. And I'm like, 32. And I'm trying to do it like a, a twist and sweats pouring back into my, pouring back into my armpit, right? It felt so weird. And everyone in the room looked better than me. And I thought I hated being like at the beginning, but there was something about how I felt afterwards, that slight little bit of lengthening, that slight little bit of change, feeling like, okay, it's not going to happen overnight, but over time. And I still every day work, come in that room and not know what kind of body is going to meet me on that mat. I don't know if I'm going to be able to oh do forward fold. You always look like a queen. Well, you you just, are slaying I, in there. I'm just like, sometimes I can forward fold and sometimes this is where I am. And I try to, when I teach that, I try to say, this is where you are today. One thing that I think would be really helpful is what kind of classes do you guys offer? I feel like there's so many different things that you guys do on a weekly basis. You have the yoga but then they have like sound bowl meditations. Is there like anything else that like I mean, we need to know about? So I would say in our, our wellness events, yeah. kind of that's what butters our bread. Our yoga classes are second to none because I only hired stars. Like I only hired experienced teachers. We're going to start putting community classes on with some of our teacher trainers um, and they're beginning their teaching journey. But when, because of my, my Rolodex and, and being in the industry and, and actually not being a star, you know, you know, most studios have like one star instructor and it's usually the owner, mm-hmm. but I'm not the star. So I was able to just get only stars. So our, our, our classes are really good. Our, we do Tai Chi and yoga and, and uh, we have uh, oh, our Matt Pilates class with Ulrich. It's coming back in the fall. So we have a new summer schedule. As far as the wellness events, which, which I'm so proud of, and we work with so many different people, the sound meditators, sound healers, they do bowls gongs, chimes. That's when you can really get out of your head and into your body. Um, So that's sound meditation. We have a workshop with an integrative psychotherapist right now. So the change, our monthly schedule changed, but right now, Michael Shea. What is an integrative psychotherapist? Is it like hypnotherapy? It's the science behind mind-body connection. So they are a psychotherapist where they will sit with you. It's a therapist, but they like really work with exercising, you know, like homework on analyzing your dreams, writing stuff down, um, journaling, shaking, dancing, vibrating. They teach you different ways to stop those panic attacks, to control your anxiety. And he is, he's been with Mind Body, the Center for Mind Body Medicine, which is here in DC. He's been with, Michael O'Shea has been there uh, 30 years and he's doing the Wednesday night workshops, the 14th, the 21st, and the 28th this month. So we just had one. And uh, we did this interview with your own body. So we journaled it. So he was teaching us about how you interview your body so that if you have tightness in your back, you can talk to your body like you're actually interviewing. My first question to my body is, are you going to last, you know, am I going to live as long as my mother? You know what I mean? Like questions I didn't even know I had in my subconscious. So something about writing something down gets you out of one lobe and into the other and you start to realize, and then my body said, I don't know. And I was like, can I eat cheeseburgers? Not every day. You know what I mean? And, the, <laughs> and so those are the questions I literally asked my body when I was interviewing it in my workshop. And then I was like, why are you bottling stuff up so much? Why did you wait till you're about to whiz out and then bite someone's head off? And they're like, because you don't even know that you're mad about something. Like, you know what I mean? I was able to ask the questions and answer the questions. And then I was able to make the connection. And that's what a psychotherapist does. They don't tell you what to feel, how to feel, whatever. They just help help you try to figure out. So that's why we call it getting comfortable with uncomfortable. That workshop is uh, this month. We've had Let It Go. We'll do another one this fall. We do a, like an Ayurvedic 
experience with yoga and the elements, uh, fire, you know, earth, that kind of thing with Pleasant Selucky. We've just really been able to come up with uh, a lot of different collabs with people in the area. Really, the Ayurvedic world is very interesting to me. I've just kind of learned about it recently. I went to a health and wellness retreat and I learned my dosha. Do you know what that is? A little bit. A little bit. I haven't had one yet. Though. It was super interesting. You're like skin and you're like microbiome and your like whole body has like a dosha. And you can get like a skincare regimen based yeah. on like what your dosha is. It's like a 10 question quiz online, but you should figure out what yours is. I will because um, a week from Wednesday or yeah, so the summer solstice is Wednesday. That's the 21st. And uh, we start this elemental yoga and Ayurveda course, eight-week course. And I'm sure that's exactly what she's going to talk about, the sister science of yoga. So I will be learning all about that. Absolutely. Yeah. So the the sound meditation, sound baths, healing circles, breath workshops, all of that, it's all included. I even came to a yoga class. It was the 8 p.m. one on a Friday night with Meredith. Yes, Meredith. She's incredible. And you told me that she's an expert in Thai massage. And afterwards, she went up to every single person and I almost felt like she was like reading everyone's mind because my friend Emerson, who was with me, she was having some shoulder pain and she went behind her and like started working on her shoulder. And then I was having a ton of water retention. So she like came up to me, put my legs above my heart and like did all this stuff. I was like, who is this woman? She's like so great. A magician. So great. It was crazy. Um, the other class, our Denise Cavanaugh was subbing and she's a big star. She was like Michelle Obama's instructor. She did a partner yoga pose in a regular class. She's like, let's just partner up. And we sat back to back. Then she had one of us go and lay on the other person's back. And and when and I got to really for in a very gentle, weird kind of way of pressure of somebody else laying on like back to back, but laying on top of you. And I folded up like a sandwich in the most delightful way. And I just felt, I came out of it thinking my spine was like an inch taller. Like it was crazy. I love that stuff so much. I love that here we are 18 months into opening and I'm still learning so much about myself and my body. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. I feel like this is the place to find that. Thank the you. Self-care sanction. Oh, the self You just renamed it. I know. I love it. Oh, my gosh. You are a VIP for life. Oh, my gosh. Life. Where's my gong? Don't tell me that. (laughs) I need to be, like, sorted, like, knighted in. You will. You Um, will. But I have one last question for you. Yes. Shoot. Bring it I don't know if you're, like, super into routines or anything or just, like, things that you do on a day-to-day basis that just, like, makes you feel more centered, more at peace. But if there's, like, anything that you want to share with the audience – and me. I'm great, interested. That is such a great <laughs> Because uh, you have question. like the best skin, you have like the best physique, and like you run this like badass studio. And I'm like, what does Carol do? <laughs> oh my gosh. What do I do? I mean, I'm, first of all, I'm 51. I just turned 51 a couple weeks ago, so I am not used to saying that. And you look incredible. Uh, I definitely breathe a lot. I'm constantly, <sighs> I just, I know the power of that kind of when you can quickly over-oxygenate your brain that can help. I love Skin Can Do. It's fixed my skin. Mm-hmm. I think I told you already. Skin Can Do has changed my life. I don't have to do facials anymore. I mean, it's not perfect, right? But it is not like I'm not getting cystic acne at my late 40s like I was. That was embarrassing. But the other thing is yoga is a natural elixir for aging. And I used to run, right? I told you I was a running instructor at Equinox and I was distance and I was outside in the elements and I didn't feel great. I would go from like all these hard-ass workouts straight to a massage at the mall because everything was so tight. And now I only try to do things that I know are good for my body. And I'm never going to be able to do some of the things that I want to and like yoga you see on Instagram with these crazy yoga poses, and I'm fine with that. But every day is an exploration. And so I guess when you feel like you're aligned, you're living the life which is aligned with your soul. And for me, that is the adventure of what today can bring and being open to it. I think your energy and just the way you look and the way you feel, it's perceptible to the outside. And also you have to get enough sleep. So that's the sleep's number one. And all that stuff I just said is number two, because if you don't get enough sleep, then all that other stuff doesn't matter. You're in a bad mood and you're tired and cranky and stuff. But if you can make sure you commit to getting to bed on time and giving yourself enough time to rest then doing all those other things will allow you to rest well. You won't be waking up at four in the morning with anxiety. 
if you want to share with the audience how they can connect with you through Instagram or wherever, just feel free to share. So you can find me, Carol Maloney, Wash DC. That's my Instagram page. But Well in Wonder Studio is where I do most of, we have a bunch of people that post about what we have, all of in our link tree. And our wellinwonderstudio.com is our website. And Veronica, I'm just... This is so delightful. Oh my gosh. The fact that you were able to make it happen before you move. You know, I'm taking that caboose bus up to see you. Oh, the jet bus? Oh, a a thousand percent. $25 per way? Yes. Oh, the caboose. The caboose. Oh, I've never heard of that one. Yeah, you jump on it in Bethesda. Is it $25 still? Do you know? No, no one knows. It's a bus. You can buy a ticket for 25 bucks. You jump on it at the same time every day from Bethesda. It drops you off at Madison Square Garden, and you can just sleep the whole way. It's $25 a ride. Me and all your friends are coming up. Oh, my gosh. Let's do it. Let's, let's do, do it. it. We'll have a girls' night. I, I love it. Wait, wait, one more thing. Yeah. When you had your sleepover or your pajama party <gasps> oh, yeah. here, and it was you and all your friends, everyone's in their 20s, and I come up, and I'm like, do you guys want to hear about my boyfriend? <laughs> That was amazing. They were were like so sad that you left the room. I was like, okay, girls, girls, if you're listening to this, just don't let anyone make you feel less than you are. So the the gaslighters of the world are out there and they're going to make you feel like you're responsible, your fault. This is why this happened. You just have to make sure you get out of that. Don't take responsibility for things that you're, you don't need to be accountable for. If I would have known that a long time ago, I would have had a lot less anxiety. I would have gotten rid of a, a lot of uh, bad relationships and toxic energy. I would have eliminated that a long time ago. And I wish I could have identified that back then, um, but it took a while. And I think it it does take a fact that you're like, I don't care what people think. And you really, truly don't. And you start to, for me, I start to feel like I don't have a lot of time left in the world, you know, I'm on the other side of 50. So I just want to, I want to make every single day count. It's so cliche, but it's so true. I love that. I always love hearing your advice because I think it's really helped me in like how I view my relationships. And I think we met at the right time because you kind of told me some advice that I needed at that time. I don't even know if I told you that at the time. But no, what yeah. did I tell you? What would you remember? You were just what it was? like telling me to like hone in on my superpowers and like not let anybody lead me astray or make decisions based off of other people. Yeah. And I think it was just like a really good reflection as to like what I was going through at the time and have built some incredible things since then, I think. And you too. Look yeah. at us. Look at us. We're look, killing look it. Look at us. Look at us. Two girls in a money tree. Yeah. Yeah. That's, 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 that's all right. the manifestation we that's need. That's right. That's a manifest. money tree. That's right. Oh my gosh. Well, thank you so much for coming on, Carol. Veronica. I love you. Love you. Bye. I'll see you guys next week.